Hello and welcome to Building Brand You, the show where we help you to accelerate your success, getting you more clients, more revenue, more business and more opportunities by unlocking your greatest asset, you. My name is Kim Hainer. I'm an international business coach, a recognized global expert on leadership and visibility, and I designed this podcast for you to help you unlock what you already have and to give you a whole host of tools and techniques that you can implement in order to accelerate your success and build your own brand you. We also publish exclusive material, offers and behind the scenes content in our Building Brand You Facebook group. And if you'd like to find out more about our Building Brand You coaching programs, you can book a free 20 minute call with me where we'll explore where you are and whether Building Brand You coaching is the right fit for you. You'll find both of those links, as well as many others, in the show notes. So let's unlock this episode and lift the lid on what's next in Building Brand You. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Building Brand You. Last time, I introduced you to Clayton Christensen's jobs theory and shared a little from his book, Competing Against Luck, about the milkshake dilemma. This time, what I'd like to focus our conversation on is what job do your customers need done? Now, when I spoke last time, I talked about the definition of a job. And I want to share that with you again. The first element is progress. So there's a desire to progress from one point to another. The second element of a job is the context or circumstances. And the third element is the social emotional dimension. Remember, we buy on emotion and justify on reason. It's called post-cognitive dissonance. And this is the perfect way of thinking about this social emotional dimension. What we're looking to do is firstly, trigger the right emotion to get people to purchase. And then what we need to do is offer them a way to tell a reasonable truth or story to justify their purchase, whether this is to themselves or to others. So you can see that when we're engaging in, in this conversation with our customers, we're really thinking about two steps. How do we trigger the right emotion to buy? And then how do we satisfy them with a story, a reason to justify it? Now, the next piece I want to bring in is something that many of you will already be familiar with, and that is features and benefits. I'm going to give you a, a quick walkthrough of how I use it. Uh, and then what we're going to do is combine these two ideas to really empower your link with your customer's job to be done and the products and services you may be or you should be offering. So features are what your product or service has or does. So it's very easy to, to articulate that. Now, the next piece I want to insert here is not benefits. I want to talk about outcomes before we go to benefits. And outcomes are what your product or service 
produces. The features are what it has or what it does. The outcome is what it produces, the result. So I work with benefits in terms of how does my product or service make them feel? So they might get a result, but they're not just chasing the number or the result on its own. There's something emotional or social connected with that result. And one of the big pieces of working with a lot of my clients and even in looking at my own products and services is thinking about the result as separate from how it makes my customers feel. Today, I want to share a personal example of this with you. Over the, the period of COVID, probably like a few of us, uh, I had put on a little bit of COVID weight. I had been very sedentary. And while my business and other areas of my life had really taken off, it wasn't a sudden sort of weight gain. But all of a sudden, I turned around and went, mm, okay, where did all of that come from and that's often what happens with with some of these these bad habits they they just slip in and you know not going for a walk every day or getting one takeaway a week or the habits slide and what we turn around with is a result an outcome we actually feel uncomfortable with i had a job in mind i had a job I wanted to do. So let me define it in Christensen's job theory terms. The progress I wanted was to lose weight. I wanted to stop the bloating, particularly around my waist, and I was feeling lethargic and I just wanted more energy and, and to sleep better than I was. So that's the progress I wanted to make. The context was, as I've described, a little bit of slippery COVID weight gain. At the same time during COVID, I started perimenopause. As a woman of a certain age, I uh, became full of raging hormones that did things to my body that I didn't know what to do with. Um, that combined with the slippery COVID weight habits just had me really frustrated and struggling with all the normal things I thought I knew how to do to address uh, the weight gain and the bloating. The other piece of the context was that, you know, I work from home, I have a really busy business, and it had to be something that I could fit into my day at home. So no going off somewhere, no going to the gym, it just took too much time. And I, I knew I would not be motivated to do it. So what I was looking for was something that would easily fit into my day. Now, the social and emotional aspect is really interesting here. I had been speaking to my sister in Australia who has uh, lost quite a lot of weight over, over COVID. And it wasn't only that she'd lost weight. It was that a year on, she'd sustained it. She was still operating in all of the principles that helped her to lose the weight in the first place. And there was just a new confidence about her and a real connection with her own body that, you know, I hadn't really seen before. And I kind of sent to myself, oh, I want some of that. That would be great. That's exactly what I'm looking for. You know, I wanted to feel energetic and powerful again. I wanted something that would give me the tools to sustain it 
But I wanted to feel like I was back to fighting weight. It's being at my best physically. So that's the job I needed done. Now let's think about the features, outcomes and benefits of that. So the choice I made was to sign up for a metabolic fat loss program that went for 28 days. And I want to share some of the features, the outcomes and the benefits that I've gained from that so that you can see an illustration of those three elements, how they're addressing the different parts of the job I need to be done. So if we think about features, so while the benefits were, were there in terms of, you know, talking to my sister and, and hearing and watching her story, I, I wanted control definitely as a benefit and I wanted to be able to manage this in an ongoing way. So some of the things I really liked that were features in the program were things like daily education. There was a lot of uh, science that backed up this program. I learned a lot about how the body functions function, how food works, how it's digested, how fat's stored. And I love that kind of thing. I loved that little education piece about what's happening in your body and why things work and why they don't work. In line with the results I wanted, I got a personalized food planner with quantities planned out for the 28 days. There were some options in terms of vegetable and the protein choices, but pretty much um, it was about sticking to, to the range of choices and mixing that up. There was um, a forum, there was direct support available. There were loads of recipes and lots of sort of short under 30 minute workout videos uh, that I could access. And I really liked as well that the program didn't necessarily stop at 28 days, that if I wanted to, I could take out a, a fairly affordable uh, monthly subscription, which would allow me to integrate all of the foods back into my diet, but not lose the benefits of the 28 days. Now, the other thing I liked about it was it was online. Now, this is an Australian program and everything was online. So I could access it when I wanted. I could take it into the kitchen to cook my meals. I could do it on my phone. I could run the videos when I was doing the exercises. So I loved that it was online. So they were some of the features that I really liked when I bought the program and as I got into it. So I want to share my outcomes with you, my results. So in six weeks, I lost six and a half kilos and 13 centimeters around my waist. I feel like I have a whole new lens on how I make food choices, how I make exercise choices and how I actually manage my body. I have more strength, definitely more strength. I can feel it in my legs, my thighs, my shoulders, my arms, uh, clothes that I haven't been able to quite fit into for a couple of years are now back to fitting really beautifully. My skin is really clear and glowing and my eyes are really bright. So there's some of the outcomes that I got. Now you may be sitting there thinking, well, aren't they benefits? Well, let me explain how I think about the benefits I got out of this program. So one big benefit is I feel really proud of myself for doing this. So it took discipline and I am proud that I stuck with it. In saying that, I've also fallen back in love with my body and that's just not how it looks. It's how it feels. I feel connected with it again and connected with cooking food, with the strength training and all the little pieces that go in to nurturing my body. And it's made me prioritize my body 
as much as the other parts of my life to nourish what I need in order to live the life I want to live. I feel super clear and energized uh, and focused. There's a clarity and ability to focus that I'm, I have really noticed. And I feel like I can continue to do this. I feel like I've got all of these tools and techniques and hints and tips and places to go to, to keep this going, to keep this new habit alive. So they're the benefits for me. The benefit is not in the losing weight or the losing the centimeters or the more strength. The benefit for me is what I can do with it and how I feel about it. I hope that gives you a bit of a sense of how we can use jobs theory to really start to examine what our products and services are really doing for our customers. Over the next week, I invite you to do this exercise. Choose one of your customer avatars and define maybe two or three jobs they need to be doing progress, circumstances, and social emotional dimension. So once you've done that, you can take the opportunity to revisit your features, outcomes, and benefits, and to assess whether what your product or service offers really does the job that needs to be done. Next time will be a feature-length episode where I'll be talking to story coach and speaker Rachel Maunder about the power of stories and the job they do in leaving a legacy. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Building Brand New podcast. I'm Kim Hamer. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. For all the latest news and special offers, hot tips, and exclusive content, you can also become a member of the Building Brand New Facebook group. Just type Building Brand New into the Facebook search box and request to join. And if you want to unlock your reputation, your results and your impact right away, our new program, The Vice Squad, is now live. You'll find the link to find out more and to register your place in the show notes. I help people to accelerate their success by unlocking their greatest asset. If you'd like to find out more, please book in for a free 20-minute coaching call at calendly.com forward slash Kim Hamer forward slash BBY chat. Accelerate your results by unlocking your greatest asset, you.